My name is Padraig Otuma. I'm a poet from Ireland. And poetry has helped me feel seen since the day I read a stanza from the Aran Islands off the west coast of Ireland, Martín O'Dirroin. And the stanza says, Uignok crown alorn na killa, uignok fill a hard gok dinner. And the translation of that is difficult, but it says something like, as lonely as a tree in the middle of the wood is, so is a poet among the people. And I remember reading that poem and learning it off by heart when I was 10. And I didn't know why, but I knew that the honesty about the reality of loneliness helped me say something that I knew would be important for the rest of my life. Substance Abuse Trial by Jane Mead He mispronounces you, the judge, rhyming your first with your second name, making you into something ridiculous. Gillis Willis Mead But you stand as still as they taught you in the army when you were a young man, trying hard to keep secret what you knew about how to kill with germs as quietly as we used to stand on the front porch together at dusk, listening for the first cricket of the evening. Now you stand accused of wanting to die, of saying so endlessly with needles and the speechless track marks recording it all. The evidence is a red river mounting. It wants to carry you away like an old chair some fisherman forgot to take home. And I want to shout, listen, this man is my father. I love him. Is there a place where all those things that catch in the throat gather and shape themselves into something as soft as the G in Giles was meant to be pronounced? Is that where you thought you were going? There's such drama in the poem. There is a judge who is mispronouncing the name of a father. At no point is the poet Jane Mead trying to speak about innocence. So there is a pronouncement happening. There's some kind of sentence about to be passed down. There is war. There are memories of waiting for crickets. And there's the speechless track of the desire to end a life. And then the daughter wanting to shout in a courtroom, I love him. And the entire drama of that is so pronounced and then it all resolves itself into this question about where does he want to go and thinking about his name, Gillis Willis Mead. And she, Jane Mead, is not protesting his innocence, but she's wanting to say, get his name right. And he mispronounces you. She doesn't say he mispronounces your name. He mispronounces you, that there's somehow a location of the name that's close to the source of self. And when not only yourself, but people who love you hear your name, they want to hear that the person has gotten it right, even in this most awful circumstance of a trial. The desire that Jane Mead has to shout in the middle of the trial she says, listen, this man is my father. I love him. She's not saying this broken man once was my father and I used to love him or I could love him or he tried to love me. There's absolute perfect precision. This man is my father. I love him. 
not for who he could be, not for who he was before he lost himself, not for anything other than who the person is standing here, right here, right now. And I think that is an extraordinarily brave and powerful proclamation of love, and one I'm not sure I'm capable of. I listen to the speaker of this poem and think, who are you? Listen to that love. What an extraordinary tidal wave of love, compassion, understanding, independence and gathering we hear coming from the voice of the poet. I find myself thinking back to certain things that happened. There's various things that happened in my late teens. I went through exorcisms and reparative therapies for trying to cure me of being gay. And I'm so far away from that now. I am turning to it in in poetry and writing poetry about these things. And I recognize that there is a tide of anger that you can be brought into. And that's good because I've needed that in order to be able to shape art from it and to shape a story and to shape distance and to put a chapter end to certain things. But what it shows me is I don't love these people. I, I don't want to hate them either, but I don't love them. And Jane Mead's poem brings me to the idea of what about in a situation where people have lived very complex lives with each other in a close friendship or close family unit and to pay attention to what love does to the context of blame or recrimination or retribution in those circumstances. And that's not a template to apply to anybody else. This is what she's doing in this context to her father, and I find it very moving. She's not saying, oh, therefore, this is what everybody should do in these circumstances, because a different story, a different poem, a different life would say, I'm not even going to go to that trial. I'm going to stay away. So I, I don't think this poem is proposing the way things should be. This poem is saying, this is what this was like for me. I love him. And I find that so moving because there isn't any sermonizing in Jane Mead's poetry. She is not telling anybody what to do with their life. She's saying, here's what I'm doing. Substance Abuse Trial by Jane Mead. He mispronounces you, the judge, rhyming your first with your second name, making you into something ridiculous, Gillis Willis Mead. But you stand as still as they taught you in the army when you were a young man trying hard to keep secret what you knew about how to kill with germs. As quietly as we used to stand on the front porch together at dusk, listening for the first cricket of the evening. Now you stand accused of wanting to die, of saying so endlessly with needles and the speechless track marks recording it all. The evidence is a red river mounting. It wants to carry you away like an old chair some fisherman forgot to take home. And I want to shout, listen, this man is my father. I love him. Is there a place where all those things that catch in the throat gather and shape themselves into something as soft as the G in Giles was meant to be pronounced? Is that where you thought you were going? So 
substance abuse trial comes from Jane Mead's book, The Lord and the General Din of the World. Thank you to Alice James Books, who published the book, and to the Permissions Company, who let us use Jane's poem. Read it on our website at onbeing.org. Poetry Unbound is Tony Liu, Chris Hegel, Kristen Lin, Aaron Kalasako, Siri Grassley, Eddie Gonzalez, and me, Lily Percy. Our music is composed and provided by Gautam Shrikashen, and this podcast is produced by On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota land. We also produce other podcasts you might enjoy, like On Being with Krista Tippett, Becoming Wise, and This Movie Changed Me. Find those wherever you like to listen, or visit us at onbeing.org to find out more. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota.